I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, streaming live on ESPN Plus and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Canty and Carlin is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Drew Carter filling in for the guys today. You can tweet to me at Amber W Sports. You can tweet to him at Drudel25. You can also always give us a call as well. Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We need to get to the bottom of this rejoin that you keep hearing <laughs> where Chris Canty is going off about his wedding caterers. His wedding is this weekend. Seems like a bad week, the week leading up to the wedding to have problems with the catering company. Let's bring in Chris Canty, co-host of this show, Canty and Carlin. He has been hosting Greeny this week alongside Chris Carlin. And Canty, thanks so much for joining us. What is the latest on your drama with the caterer? People have to know. So Amber, Drew, we have an update. Got oh. off the phone with the caterer and we got everything sorted out. Everything is taken care of. So Blue Plate Chicago, shout out to them for getting things fixed in a, well, I don't even know if I can call it a timely fashion because we're days away from the wedding, but they got it fixed. So shout out to Blue Play for getting it fixed. Now we do know the real test will come on Friday night during the wedding, making sure that they get it right with the guests. But based on the conversation I had this afternoon, I have full faith that the company is going to get it done. Chris, tell us the truth. Did you call them up and you said, I'm Chris Canty from ESPN. You don't know who you're messing with. And all of a sudden, they got real nice. No, what would happen was I was on Greeny's show and put them on blast as you guys just played the rejoin, and they yes. happened to hear it, and they mm. acquiesced to what we wanted, which is actually just to have better communication about what some of the charges were, some of those items we had to eliminate. We got it sorted out. We're all good now. Well, Chris, this is a great lesson for the rest of us here at ESPN that if we ever have a problem in our personal lives, <laughs> what we can do is just air it out on ESPN, no matter what our bosses say, and we can get it figured out in our personal lives. Are you worried, though, that at the wedding, Blue Plate is going to maybe lace the dessert with something, maybe like some laxatives or might be some spit in your dessert? Oh, Are we worried no. about that? Hell no. Well, well, Drew, here's why I'm not worried about it. If they do something like that, then what do you think my <laughs> next radio show is going to talk about? So I'm not yeah. worried about it at all. But, no, they're, they're, they, were, they were actually very kind and sorting it out. We all got it fixed. And that's the beautiful part about it. Like, it's the week of the wedding. I don't want my fiancé thinking about what's going on with the caterer. I don't want her going through that emotional distress. This is supposed to be a joyous occasion, a really happy time for both of us. And I want her to feel all the feels in a positive way. And so I'm glad we had an opportunity to put that behind us this afternoon. Well, speaking of putting things behind people, and by the way, we yeah, wish perfect, you all the best perfect, perfect on your wedding. Right? Perfect transition, right, Amber? Right, perfect, perfect transition. transition, okay? Because apparently in Brooklyn, they are putting it all behind them, Canty. And Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets, they're going to run it back. What is your reaction to this news? Uh, my reaction is this is what I expected. 
And, uh, you know, Stephen A. talked about it a little bit on first take, but we, we didn't think that Kevin Durant really had any options. He's got four years remaining on the contract that he signed before the start of last season. And so understanding his value, being one of the top three players in the NBA when he's healthy, the Brooklyn Nets weren't going to trade him away unless they got the proper return on said trade. And that deal wasn't out there, which prompted Kevin Durant a few weeks ago to meet with owner Joe Sy. And then Joe Sy came out with a statement today saying that, you know, him, GM Sean Marks, and head coach Steve Nash are all in lockstep in terms of how the franchise is going to move forward in order to have sustained success. And Kevin Durant is going to have to be a part of it because we can't find a trade for him. So this is the reality of Durant's situation. But I also think it does set up nicely for the Brooklyn Nets because you're going to get Kevin Durant more motivated than he's been the last several years with the chip on his shoulder. And you're going to get a motivated Kyrie Irving because you're talking about a guy that came to the harsh realization that the value, his value around the NBA is not what he thought it was. Because if it was, Kyrie Irving would have opted out and he would have got a max contract somewhere else. If that wasn't the case, he opted in. He took the player option for $37 million because he didn't have any better choice. And so now it's a situation where Brooklyn is going to get Kyrie and KD more motivated than they've been since they've arrived in Brooklyn. It seems like what we had here was, was a player versus owner leverage battle. Chris, you played for the Cowboys. If you ever tried to strong-arm Jerry Jones in a business setting like this, what do you think would have happened? Let me tell you who you're not going to strong-arm. Jerry Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen at all. And, and so, yeah, it's a different dynamic, though, Drew. You, you're talking about the NFL versus the NBA. The NBA is, is a player – it's much more – player-driven in terms of the players being able to have leverage because one player can make that much of a difference in terms of a team's fortunes, whereas in the NFL, you don't necessarily see that with most players. You get that with quarterbacks sometimes, but unless you're a quarterback, you're not going to dictate to an NFL owner. That's the difference between the two sports, between the two leagues. And if you want to go back to what Jalen Rose said several years ago, just think about the symbol for both leagues. For the NBA, the symbol of the league is a player, Jerry West. If you think about the symbol for the NFL, it's the shield. So it just lets you know it's a little bit of insight into where the power lies, the power dynamic lies uh, between the two sports leagues. Host of the show, Chris Canty, is joining us here on Canty and Carlin, Amber Wilson, and Drew Carter filling in for the guys. Canty has been busy hosting Greeny this week and on, I think, every other show at ESPN because that's what you normally do around these parts, Canty. You know, when it comes to this Kevin Durant situation, though, what I think is interesting about this, though, is now we're going into a season with a KD and a Kyrie who didn't get numerous things that they wanted in the offseason. Kyrie didn't get his extension. He kind of begrudgingly then opts in and decides to roll with the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant now is apparently going to stay, but he didn't get Steve Nash fired. He didn't get Sean Marks fired, and he didn't get moved. So now how do you get those two guys to actually buy into this team and give you their all? Well, they have no choice, Amber. I mean, for Kyrie Irving, he's trying to build back his value on the market, open marketplace because he's scheduled to be a free agent in 2023. And then if you're Kevin Durant, you're trying to rehab your image around the NBA. Think about it. I mean, you decided that you were going to leave the Golden State Warriors, who everybody acknowledged was a better basketball situation, for the Brooklyn Nets. And the organization that you went to decided they were going to give you carte blanche. 
You didn't like Kenny Atkinson as your head coach the first year, and so guess what? You got him fired and you hired Steve Nash, a coach that you had a relationship with in Golden State. And so the Brooklyn Nets, when you go back to the head coach, when you go back to the DeAndre Jordan situation and bringing him in, they've acquiesced, even the James Harden trade, they've acquiesced at every turn to everything that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wanted. And what have they been returned with? One playoff series win in the three years since they've been a part of the club. And they got swept this year in the first round by the Boston Celtics. So I, I, I applaud Joe Sy and Sean Marks and Steve Nash for taking back some measure of control over this organization for a team that's underachieved based on the talent level that they have. They've certainly done that all along. We'll see, though, if they can live up to expectations this season. Yet another season, it appears, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to be playing in Brooklyn. Canty, when do you leave for the wedding? Why are you still here? I'm not still here. I'm actually in Chicago. I did Greeny's show from the Chicago studios, ESPN 1000. Shout out to Randy Merkin and the crew over there. And right now I'm in the south side of Chicago having a cigar with one of my former college teammates who came in town this morning to celebrate our our upcoming nuptials. So I am in full wedding mode right now. I've got one more show. I'm doing Greenie tomorrow morning, and then I am officially off the airwaves until we're on the other side of the wedding and the honeymoon. Okay, well, go enjoy your wedding, enjoy your honeymoon, and all the blissful stuff that comes after that with a beautiful, lovely life with you and your wife. Congratulations, Canty. Thank you, Amber and Drew. Amber, I appreciate you all holding us down on Candy and Carlin. Thanks so much. Of course. Always, anytime. Candy and Carlin is brought to you by Boost Mobile, a proud sponsor of the 2022 Department of Defense Warrior Games. With Boost Mobile, feel the power of more money in your pocket on one of America's largest 5G networks. Coming up next, the Nets say they're not trading KD. Will the 49ers take a similar approach with Jimmy G and actually keep him as their backup quarterback? We'll get into it. That's next. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN+. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. For Wilson and Drew Carter filling in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. You can tweet to him at Droodle25. You can also give us a call. Let us know if Drew should change his Twitter handle. He has had it since he was in middle school. I think I was in middle school 
when you were born. So <laughs> then you were in middle school when Twitter was invented, mm-hmm. which was like mm-hmm. two years ago, I'm pretty sure. At least it seems like. So Droodle25 <laughs> is Drew Carter's Twitter, hand, Twitter handle. Mine is at Amber W Sports. You can also, again, give us a call, triple eight, say ESPN. We have talked a lot about the situation with Kevin Durant. Apparently, he is now going to run it back with the Brooklyn Nets. Well, in the NFL, could we see a similar thing happen in San Francisco? Could Jimmy Garoppolo end up running it back with the 49ers? Apparently, the CEO of the 49ers wants us to think so. Here was Jed York. This sound is from The Athletic on the TK show earlier. You can't have enough good quarterbacks and good football players. And again, like I'm not going to get into roster discussions and what John and Kyle want to do, but I will support them in, in sort of anything that they want to make this team as good as it can possibly be. I watched it with Joe and Steve, and I realized that the salary cap is different today than having no salary cap. But I mean, we've said it before, we're happy to keep Jimmy. You know, we're, we're happy to, to have him on the roster. If that's the case, then that's the case. I mean, that just sounds like <laughs> such hogwash. What to a me. caveat. What I mean, a caveat. they're happy to keep Jimmy. Okay, great. You know what? You should actually, theoretically speaking, be happy to keep the quarterback who you know can get you to a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl and can win you NFC championships. However, the reality is that quarterback costs $27 million and he's injury prone and nobody really thinks he was the reason for all of that success. And because of that, you decided to move on from him when you drafted Trey Lance. And this is the time of Trey Lance. You can't keep Jimmy Garoppolo on your roster because first of all, he's egregiously expensive as a backup. A $27 million cap it for this team if he's on their roster week one, Drew. But then also he is the guy who had all that success with them and he can't be breathing down the neck of a Trey Lance who's trying now to take over at the helm. Right, and and that cap hit is crucial, Amber, especially considering they just gave Debo Samuel a huge chunk of change. They're going to try to re-sign Nick Bosa to an extension they need cap space, but all due respect to, to Jed York, that caveat is hysterical to me. It's like if I'm trying to sell you an Xbox, I'm like, this is a great Xbox. It doesn't work, but it's great, and you should buy it. Like That caveat just completely tears down your argument. His was that the salary cap is different now as in there was none back in those days, and now there is. That's the whole point. That's the right. point. Like, if you didn't have a salary cap, great. Keep Jimmy Garoppolo. Keep a guy who went to the Super Bowl as your quarterback on the roster as an insurance policy for a potential injury or bad performance for Trey Lance. But you can't because this isn't the 80s. You got to get rid of this guy and, and save some money. Jimmy Garoppolo, listen, I think he's he's fairly underrated. We've said it. He went to a Super Bowl as this team's starting quarterback. Whether it's injury prone or whether they think that it's it's the ceiling that he caps in San Francisco or what, they're moving on to Trey Lance. And if Trey Lance doesn't pan out this year and he's so bad that he needs to be replaced by the backup, everybody's getting fired. Shanahan's probably getting fired. York might get fired. Like everyone is going to be out if Trey Lance doesn't work. They're all in. So why even keep Jimmy Garoppolo around? Because if this guy who was the third pick in the draft, you traded up a ton to get him, if he's not the answer, then none of those people are the answer. So they might as well save the money. I don't know if we're going to find out that answer this season, right? Because I think that Trey Lance would probably get a little bit of leash beyond just this season, but you're out. You're ultimately right. I mean, they are all in 
on Trey Lance, even if there was no salary cap, which listen, they need that money. They've got to get a deal done for Nick Bosa. That's why they need the $27 million. And so even though they could theoretically afford currently to pay Jimmy Garoppolo and keep him, it doesn't make any sense when you have other studs that you need to lock up for the future. But even if you could, Drew, the problem is, even if this was the 80s and there was no salary cap, the problem is mentally having Jimmy Garoppolo on this roster. I think it's too much of a temptation, frankly, for the coaching staff. I saw it with my Miami Dolphins when you brought in Tua and you're supposed to turn over the keys to the castle to Tua Tonga-Valoa and you had Ryan Fitzpatrick on the roster. And then they did turn over things to Tua. And then it wasn't going great. And the Dolphins found themselves in a position that where they were actually trying to make a postseason. So then they went and benched Tua and went back to Fitzpatrick, which was stupid ultimately because you're stunting the growth of the guy that you're trying to turn things over to and what does that do to him mentally and to his confidence level and that would be the temptation here in San Francisco if Jimmy Garoppolo was there and you know you can get to a Super Bowl with that guy but you're committed to moving on in the future with Trey Lance and then Trey Lance has a bad few games and you guys are in the mix because you have a really good team and you're trying to make a postseason run it would be so tempting for the staff to go back to the tried and true in Jimmy Garoppolo and frankly it would disrupt the entire trajectory of things surrounding Trey Lance yeah Jimmy G is tempting in more ways than one if you know what I'm saying Jimmy G (laughs) not me put that down on record make it very clear (laughs) yes He, he would be tempted to go back to him and I'm surprised that more teams aren't tempted to trade for him quite frankly like Cleveland what are we doing here? I know Keyshawn said the other day that, are we sure that Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Yes. We're, we're sure. Last year, if you look at the 33 quarterbacks qualified in terms of yards per attempt, Jimmy Garoppolo's second at 8.4, Jacoby Brissett, 33 out of 33 at just above six. Yes. We know that Jimmy Garoppolo is better. I did Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max yesterday with Keyshawn Johnson, and we ended up arguing for like five segments about Jacoby Brissett. Keyshawn Johnson loves himself some Jacoby Brissett is what I learned yesterday doing radio with him. But I agree with you. I tend to think that Jimmy Garoppolo is probably the better option. And the reason for that is because we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo have the success. Now, his argument was, well, it's because Jacoby Brissett was never on teams as good as the one that Jimmy Garoppolo was on with the San Francisco 49ers. And so maybe Brissett can get it done too. And it's like, well, maybe. But you know that guy can if he's got the right team around him. Now, I don't think either of those guys are elite quarterbacks, but at least we've seen Garoppolo, if he has the right team around him, can be more than competent, can help you win, and can get you to that championship level. And Cleveland might be looking at a situation where they're interested in that still because they don't have their starting quarterback for the first 11 games of the season in Deshaun Watson. And it's entirely possible that this whole thing from Ted York where he's saying, we're planning to go into the season with Jimmy Garoppolo. You can never have too many good quarterbacks on your roster, except for, for me, it feels like just to play one last ditch effort with one week left before cut day to try to get somebody to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. And if it doesn't work Drew, I think they're going to cut him. And then I think we're talking maybe the Browns or maybe even the Seahawks. Right. Why would anyone trade for him at this point when it seems like that's the obvious conclusion, they'll cut him on cut day and then someone can come in and get him for free in terms of not giving up any assets. But just to wrap up the Jacoby Brissett thing, because I have a lot of thoughts about this, I don't care what the question is, Jacoby Brissett's not the answer, right? I mean, 
in Indianapolis, the guy went 7-8 and eight as the starter. That's one of the best supporting casts in the league. I think a lot of people have them noted as a trendy pick this year, maybe to come out of the AFC with Matt Ryan, who is himself over the hill, but is better than Jacoby Brissett. We know that Jacoby Brissett's not the answer. Cleveland, I think, should go after Jimmy G. In fairness, uh, the, that indie team not quite maybe as good as this one looks, but I think the only answer he might be the question, the answer to the question, you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. is who is Keyshawn Johnson's favorite player <laughs> yes. in the National Football League. He yes. might be the answer to that question. Coming up next, why the future of baseball's biggest superstar just got a little cloudy? That is after I have this word from FanDuel. Start the second half of the baseball season the right way and turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. Just sign up using promo code PLAY. Place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you $1,000 back in match bets if you don't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code PLAY. To get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Illinois. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342-1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-877-70-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven. 369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Drew Carter filling in for the guys today. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You can give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can also tweet to us at ESPN Radio, at Droodle25, at Amber W Sports. So there is a lot to get to in the NFL. There's a lot to get to in the world of basketball. But also, we haven't forgotten about all the storylines coming out of Major League Baseball, including a tweet 
that got our attention from Jeff Passan earlier today in regards to the Los Angeles Lane Angels. So let's bring in Jeff Passan, ESPN's senior Major League Baseball insider. And Jeff, first of all, congratulations, because I saw that you were named the Dan Jenkins Medal of Excellence in Sports Writing Award winner, and that is obviously a well-deserved honor. With that, I have to start by asking you the most important question coming out of the world of baseball right now, and that is, have you ever drank a beer with a hot dog as a straw? First off, I'm glad that we started here because I right. feel like uh, my my perspective on this is not necessarily shared by others, and yet I also feel as though uh, as a person who, if he weren't a sports writer, would probably be a chef, uh, that it carries some weight. Um, I thought it was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. Yes. The, the, notion, the, the, no, the notion that we are trying to become more efficient human beings over time uh, is, is something that technology has helped us achieve, and yet uh, the ingenuity of the human mind to take a straw, hollow out a hot dog, put it inside of a beer, and use that as the vessel through which you drink it to get extra flavor on your crappy ballpark beer that costs $15, while at the <laughs> same time freeing your other hand to do with it what you please, whether it is catch a foul ball, hold the hand of your significant other, or shoo away a bug or whatever it is, I thought it was incredible. And I applaud the person who did that, and next time... I'm at a cookout with a hot dog and a beer inside of a cup. I will be hollowing out my hot dog and using it as a straw to flavor my beer with the same thing that I would have in my mouth if I were washing it down with a beer. Jeff, I'm with you 100%. Earlier in the show, I made the comparison to one Galileo who was laughed out of the room and actually investigated for saying that the sun was the center of the solar system. And now here we are 400 years later. How can we laugh at innovation, I ask? We must push forward as a society, and that's what that man did. Here's my problem. Here's my problem with all of this. We are, we are so attuned to this paradigm of what food should be that we don't understand what food actually is. Food interacts with one another despite the groups that we have put it into. It's why when you dip a French fry in a Frosty, it's absolutely delicious. And for the same reason, uh, the way that uh, uh, tubed meats and beer interact, it's a special thing. It's, it's a cosmic thing. It's, it's something that, uh, honestly, the sun, the moon, and the stars uh, don't have to align for it to work. It just works. And so we shouldn't <laughs> hate it, it just though? because we don't understand it. And uh, embracing uh, the, the melding of different food groups and flavors – uh, on the, the wonderful instruments that are our tongues should be something that we all strive to do. And this genius man who made the hot dog straw, uh, listen, like, get him a plaque in Cooperstown. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, uh, I was so disgusted by the thought of this that I had failed to even watch the video 
live at any point, but our good folks at ESPN Plus keep repeatedly putting up the video. So if you haven't seen the Yankees fan eating, they're drinking his beer through a hot dog straw, then definitely go check it out on ESPN. Plus Jeff Passan, ESPN senior major league baseball insider, joining us award-winning writer, very passionate about hot dog straws. We have learned here today. You also (laughs) tweeted out um, some other news in the world of major league baseball. You said that Artie Moreno is open to selling. The Los Angeles Angels. What does this mean, Jeff, then for Shohei Otani? What does it mean for Mike Trout? It's unclear at this point what it means for Shohei Otani, but it does open up the possibility, Amber, that he could be traded, which I think as long as Artie Moreno is the owner of the Angels, Shohei Otani's not going anywhere, even with free agency coming up after the 2023 season. Uh, I, I just think uh, that Artie Moreno has always been an extraordinarily hands-on owner, much to the detriment of the organization. And uh, it was detrimental even back at the trade deadline three weeks ago when the Angels were getting some pretty substantial offers for Otani and frankly weren't considering them because they knew that Artie Moreno at the end of the day was going to turn down a potential trade. Now, the question is, does the incoming owner of this organization say, I'm going to be paying $3 billion or so dollars for this team, and I want there to be two stars, two transcendent stars in Mike Trout and Shohei Otani here, so if he wants $500 million, then let's open up the checkbook. Um, is that likely, or are we likelier to end up with a Juan Soto-type situation where the Lerner family is selling the Nationals, uh, the the incoming owners or the people who are being considered among uh, the incoming owners uh, more or less say we don't want that burden of a, a $500 million contract to be hanging over us and we don't want uh, to be the ones who come in and, and, you know, our first move is to trade him. So get rid of Juan Soto right now, and that's how he ends up to San Diego Padre. So uh, the the different directions in which this can go are absolutely fascinating. Will Otani be an angel long-term, or will he be, uh, you know, after Juan Soto, another incredibly hotly contested uh, player on the trade market? Jeff, let's go from current angels as of now to a former angel Albert Pujols, maybe the only guy in baseball performing better than the guy who made the hot dog straw for a beer the other night. This guy's tearing the cover off the ball. What has allowed him to turn back the clock 10, 15 years lately? The million-dollar question right there. And if I had a good answer to that, I would give it to you. I would like to sit here and say that baseball is an extremely random sport And Albert Pujols is an incredibly talented person, despite the fact that he's 42 years old. Um, And and that guys, frankly, you know, bad players can go on incredible stretches. Um, uh, You know, Hall of Fame caliber players, even when they're older, clearly can go on incredible stretches right here. And the the notion that Albert Pujols is going to be one of the best hitters in the world for the rest of the season going forward, uh, it's, you know, it's unlikely. Let's put it that way. But... Uh, he's going on a stretch right now, unlike any in his career, which uh, when it's all said and done, he's going to retire one of the five best right-handed hitters of all time. So the idea that he's doing this at 42 years old is incredible. And as much as I'd love to answer the why, 
what I'm going to do is just sit here and appreciate what he's doing and, uh, you know, hope that it, it continues because it's been an awfully fun thing to, to witness as a baseball fan. The 2022 Jenkins Medal winner for best sports writing, Jeff Passan. Thanks, Jeff, for joining us. Uh, next on my list um, is a James Beard Award uh, for food criticism. And I'm pretty sure this segment is going to win it. Thanks, Absolutely. You are certainly well on your way. Uh, incredibly passionate about hot dog straws. Coming up next, from one home run slugger to the guy who is chasing home run history. That's next. This is Canty and Carlin with Amber Wilson and Drew Carter. You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for pound. The biggest show on ESPN radio. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're rounding out the four o'clock hour here on Canty and Carlin. Amber Wilson and Drew Carter filling in for the guys today. You can follow him on Twitter. So far, no nominations on what his new Twitter handle should be. Droodle25 is, I guess, a stickler for now, (laughs) as it has been for you since middle school. Mm -hmm. Drew, D-L-E-25. That's how you spell Droodle for all of you inquiring minds out there. You can follow him on Twitter at Amber W Sports for me. You can also give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN. It is time now for us to have some fun here on Canty and Carlin, a little segment that we like to call Respect It or Check It. And for that, we bring in our producer, Evan Wilner. Evan, what's up? Yeah, and Respect It or Check It is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Aaron Judge will break the AL home run record. So that would be 62 home runs for Judge. Respect it or check it, Amber. Uh, you're, you're, you're definitely putting the emphasis on the t- respect <laughs> it. You're, uh, it. That's very uh, different than Shannon Penn was. Uh, but I like it, Evan. I like your approach. Yes, uh, Aaron Judge, I'll, which home run record are we talking about? Like the real one, which the real one to me is the Barry Bonds record. Uh, and yes. also, yes, he should be in the hall because we all saw yes. those home runs. And I don't care what everybody was doing. Everybody was doing it. Um, so, uh, yeah, if we're talking the about record, the real. Like, like passing Maris. Okay, then, then, then yes. Then, then we're in. I'll say yes. The Yanks just won back to back, right? And, and they're, maybe this is going to be the big turnaround. I'll say yes, he can get it done. Obviously, he's never touching the real record, which to me is the Barry Bonds record, Drew. And yeah, Evan, I'll say yes, he will break Roger Maris's record, but this one will have an asterisk as well, just like Barry Bonds, because they play in a Little League stadium in the Bronx. Wow. Shots fired there. You like that, Evan? (laughs) He's like, he needs a moment. He's got to gather himself now. Yeah, Yeah. I have to find another host to host a five o'clock hour. That's right. Tom Brady will show up on The Masked Singer. Respect it or check it, Drew? Yeah, absolutely. By the way, I'm new here. Does respect it mean yes? Yes. 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 Okay, so I will respect it. (laughs) 
I will respect it. I know it's a sponsored segment. I want to get yeah, my I feel nomenclature like we should have had the correct. Conversation yes. during the break. Respect it is yes, and I will say absolutely. I've already laid out the conspiracy theory here earlier. Tom Brady saying he's not going to do the mass singer just makes me believe that he will be doing the mass singer, especially with the whole Fox connection. He's working for them after he retires. Do we really think that he was spending that time with his family? He couldn't even spend like a month with them before coming back to football. So I've got yes, I respect it. Mass singer. What do you think, Amber? Um, I actually don't think that he's going to wind up on the mass singer, but I want it to be true. So is there like a check it, but I want to respect it, but I can't fully respect it because I kind of think Tom was doing something else. Maybe he really was in the Bahamas with his beautiful family and he can do whatever he wants. So even if it was just a vacation, that's fine. But I feel like the mass singer thing, brilliant move by the marketing department at mass singer, by the way, because the ratings are going to soar and go oh, yeah. through the roof. But if it was in fact in his Fox contract, I mean, let's be real. He could have probably, when he decided after 40 days to unretire, he probably could have renegotiated there a little bit and just said, hey, how about I do it in another year or whenever he actually decided in 10 years, whenever Tom Brady actually decides to hang it up when he's 65 years old. And so maybe they would have uh, placated to his demands. I want it to be true, but I just, I'm not sure it is, Evan. Uh, by the way, it's respect it or check it, not and. All right. Yeah, and, uh, Drew, respect it okay. is yes and check it is no. I thought it was a good time for a reset since since neither of you really you know followed the rules <laughs> there. I mean, Amber, well, but Amber made an, all respect. Amber, a, Amber so. made a new, a new segment out of it. Respect it and check it. Which hey, we're we're always looking <laughs> for new segments here on the show. So Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons will all be on the Nets. 365 days from now. So that would be August 23rd, 2023. Respect it or check it? I'm checking this so hard uh, because there's zero chance that I think Kyrie is going to end up being there. He opted into the final year, that one-year player option. And so I think he's gone after this season. I don't know what we get out of Ben Simmons. I think it's going to come down to what he has left in the tank. We haven't seen him play basketball in a really long time. And I think Kevin Durant has made his feelings known. So, no, I'm going to check this. I think that this is their last dance. If I even believe that they're actually running it back this season, this is the last time they're running it back. You, you almost said last dance there, Amber. And I'm saying don't invoke those two words when it comes to this trio. They have not earned that yet. Um, again, to go with the semantics of this segment, on the Nets, maybe. They might be on the Nets roster. With the Nets? I'm not sure about that because we've seen – Kyrie and Ben Simmons both at different times for different reasons not be with the team so I'm gonna say check it because I don't really trust that they'll all be there together and once the marriage starts to falter I feel like it's hard to bring it back to rainbows and butterflies so I will check that I don't have any reason to believe that this is going to go much better this season but it looks like we're gonna see it again so will Steve Nash be part of it that's next this is Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio Check out Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.